as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the Norm Mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Um, today, um, doesn't necessarily need a definition, but the topic is leadership. And um, we're just going to briefly speak on uh, leadership and how important it is um, from a few different uh, aspects. Um, just to dive into it quickly, because um, <laughs> I came not to play any games today. Uh, <laughs> um, Marcus, as far as leadership, man, um, what makes a good leader to you, man? Like, to you, like, what sets it off for you to be like, hey, man, you know, I actually am inspired or I'm actually um, interested enough to listen or follow or um, adhere to what this person has to bring to the table? I think at this stage, it's about competence for me in leadership. Competence. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. That's when I say that's number one, like that's number one, two, and three. That's how strongly I feel about um, competence. So, you know, I think that, you know, there's, there's different ways to lead, but kind of going back to Joe's question, I think the reason I look, I think the reason I look for that, for, I look for competence, you know, and then, you know, also look for people that like they get it. Like sometimes, you know, we all have different leadership styles. So sometimes it's, it's just a matter of you seeing somebody and them communicating in a way that like resonates with you. And that's what, like at this stage of my career, that's definitely something that I'm looking for. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things where if you have, if you're competent and you have skills and I see in some ways you have skills that I don't have and you're respectful, you know, then I can work with you if you get it, you know, you know, and I think that's, that's one of the, the things that are like really huge for me is just like, you have to know what you're doing and you have to know what you don't know um, in leadership too. That's a big part of the game uh, too. And you have to be willing to, uh, you have to be willing to get in there too. Uh, you know, so, you, have, you know, you might have been like a little bit removed from the fire dealing with the day-to-day fire, but, you know, still can't be scared to, you know, you want to jump in there, get in there if you, if you got to. You know, so, but uh, that's it for me. What about you, Joe? Uh, My simply comes down to audience, man. You know, there's all different types of styles, as you mentioned, and there's all different types of leaders and they got their own methods or their own agenda. That's cool. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Um, It's just more or less about your audience, knowing how to cater to your audience. That's very important to me because you can be a great leader, but if you can't really uh, cater to the people that are serving under you or, you know, you're doing business with, um, you know, that's that's pretty much 90 percent of the struggle right there. Um, You know, so if you can cater to your audience, I promise you, people would be more likely to go above and beyond. And if they're not going to execute and you are the right fit audience wise, they just wasn't meant to be there to begin with. And, you know, that's what I mean by audience. If you can cater to your audience to a point where people actually like you and they don't necessarily have to like you, but they actually respect you, um, you know, that can go a very long way. I think that will, Joe, you describe it in a different way. 
as usual. Uh, and it, like cater to your audience the way I see it. Like I see le- leadership. Depend- and, it, and the thing is, is that there's different ways to lead. Like you can lead by example, by just doing what you're doing. There's people uh, that I talk to and it's kind of like you're a leader in your own way. Like you're, you're not, like you don't have subordinates, you don't have employees, but there are people watching you and they're mirroring what you do. And they're, you're providing an example, whether it be good or negative, you're leading people in a specific direction just based on your actions. Um, so that's kind of like the one, like one dimension, um, kind of one dimension of leadership there is like just taking a look at it like that way. Is it just, I'm not saying it's pass, it's kind of like a passive form of leadership if you're not doing it on purpose. Um, but it's going back, kind of circling back to catering to your audience by leadership when you actually have people that like you're responsible for. Um, it's kind of like being a coach uh, just in my experience, because I think that one of the, like one of the, uh, the like pivotal moments for me was when I learned to understand, and I don't know if this was like my first leadership role. I'm not even, I'm not talking about the college stuff, like the, the stuff, like actually when I was out of college, but it was really me learning to understand that for some people, a job is just a job and they're not going to be as motivated as you are. And they're mo- not, they're going to be motivated, but their motivations are different things, you know? So it's, it's one of those situations where I really came to understand. I had to look at everybody who I worked with, everybody who was an employee of mine. I had to like grow into understanding because I was very lost in the fact. It's like, well, I'm out here giving a hundred percent every day. Like why are these other people not motivated? Like I'm motivated. And then I kind of had to learn just through experience that everybody's a little bit different. For some people, they just, we all have had jobs. Most of us at least have had jobs that we just, it's just a paycheck. It's just a paycheck for the, like that person. They're just like, they're temporary. They're just passing through and that's okay. And that was one of the things where when I understood that, that allowed me to actually find what that employee, that person was interested in and us find commonality in another place or find something that ties into something else that they're doing outside of work and kind of try to pull that in and us kind of having that relationship based more upon developing that respect, not based on me being their boss, but being someone who has a respect for what their interests are and where they are in their life. You know, I've had employees, I know I was like, they're going to be gone in six months. That's okay. I write your recommendation or something. I, you, you use me as a reference, you know, that it's, it's okay. You know? And I think that that was um, just in leadership. I'm saying that that was a turning point for me. And that's something that I look for, like, you know, if I'm working for somebody else, I'm looking for someone who can kind of roll with the punches, but also understands that, you know, there's more, there's more to life than just your job. Like, even though I take my job like super serious and I'm serious about it, not everybody's going to be like that. And you have to understand that. And when you understand some of those complexities, it's like being a coach. Like you don't coach every player the same. But major truth. There's a lot of truth in that for sure. Um, for people that don't know, there's actually five different types of leadership styles. Okay. And I encourage you to kind of like look them up because uh, I think by me even explaining it to you, you may not get it on that first round. So uh, the first style would be called delegative leadership. Oh, man which is kind of the worst style of leadership. <laughs> That's more or less like if you work in like a fast food chain, like a fast food restaurant, you know, um, you, you got that boss that just tell you do this, do that, do that, do this, 
Like that's that's more so what that leadership style is. Um, you got the next one, which is transactional leadership. Um, I don't agree with the definition on this one, uh, just because transactional leadership can mean many things. You know, it, it just means simply that whatever leadership you're dealing with, you know, it's transactional. So like say that you do something good for them, they do something in return for you. I don't think anything's wrong with that at all. But uh, the way that this definition explains it, <laughs> it explains that a boss doesn't want to be a leader. And I highly disagree with that because uh, I think transactional leadership actually is the way of the future, to be honest with you, because people always talk about nowadays, what can you do for me? And that's kind of like what's the mode right now in relationships and everything right now, to be honest with you, um, is getting to that point. Uh, the third one would be authoritarian, uh, authority, like authority, uh, I can't pronounce that, authoritarian uh, leadership. And pretty much, you know, <laughs> you're pretty much just uh, establishing dominance. So when people make that whole statement of like, oh, I'm an alpha male, I'm an alpha female, that's just them establishing dominance. It really don't mean jack to me just because anybody could say a bunch of crock. And that's really not what it is. So, I mean, that's literally what it is. It's just the type of leadership where you're uh, establishing dominance, something uh, comparable to like a, a pride alliance or like a wolf pack type of style. Um, some people do that with their pets too, you know, especially dogs. So, yeah, if you know all about that. Uh, the next one is participative leadership. I'm not really going to explain this one, but, <laughs> you know, that one kind of explains itself. And the last one is transformational leadership. Um, not really going to explain that one either, but um, pretty much leadership can take as many forms. And over time, naturally, it should uh, just because you built a relationship with the leader. You know, so if you're like working on a team for X amount of years, your relationship five years uh, later from present day should not be the same relationship as when you guys first met. If it is, there's something wrong. Yeah, I got, let's see if I remember to come back to that, but I want to go back to something you just, you kind of mentioned, Joe, when you were talking about trans, trans, transactional leadership yeah. and you reference uh, what, you know, things have, things have changed in your mind and your eyes, they've changed. Uh, why do you think that is we've, why have what why do you think we've changed to that that model? Why do you think that's kind of the model of leadership that you're 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 seeing more? Because there's too many resources out here to not get it now, man. Like, you know, um people could always say, Oh, I could do this, that, and the third for you. And they can easily say that they're not. And then you can just be like, you know what? I'm about to go next door to Taco Bell and work for them because these fools hiring. I, they got a sign on their window. So see you later. Like it's getting to that point right now where nobody wants to work. And so, you know, it creates more opportunities where jobs, if you ain't uh, putting your best foot forward to keep these people in these seats, um, you know, where, where you think they're going to go. And that's not their, you know, that's not the boss or the leaderships or management's fault. Um, but the market is just hot right now for jobs, man. So, you know, it can go every which way. So that's why I say when you, are a leader right now everything is literally based upon transactional if i'm gonna get a better deal than what i have right now 
and I ain't even doing that much. They're telling me and selling candy all in my ear, as the dream would say. <laughs> I'm going to go across the street or next door, especially if you talk about I can get a signing bonus and I can get this, that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even about if I could perform the job anymore. It's not even about um, all that other stuff that comes with the job as far as like doing it. I'll man up and take what's coming to me if I'm getting these incentives and you ain't even breaking a twig for me to even like, you know what I'm saying? I can't even take a free meal home to feed my kids. So what you think I'm going to do? Man, I, well, so, so what's funny about that is that, yeah, I see that. And I think a lot now, depending on what structure you're working in, um, you can kind of, as a, as somebody who's like been in that position, not people leaving because you can't pay them, uh, but, some things there's just things out of your direct the person that you directly respond like report to some of these things they, they they don't have any influence over some some of these things so like i've been in positions where i've lost employees and our conversation is i'm not leaving because of you marcus i'm like i know why you're leaving it has nothing to do with me it's because of the decisions that are being made above me that i have to implement and i have to you know communicate to the team that i have so it's and then when you get and then when you get into that, like that churn of having employee after employee, you spend a lot of time like in my experience, I spent a lot of time like training new hires, developing the current staff that you have. When you start to pour all that energy into people like and then you're not getting anything in return or you're just like you spend two weeks training somebody, then they quit after two weeks or you train somebody, you develop them up, then they leave. That's that's fine. But like just dealing with like turnover and things happening outside of your control. Like that's, that can be exhausting because you're putting a lot of, you're putting a lot of your energy into people, depending on what type of leader that you are. And for me, I would like, I wouldn't just put on the tape and say, Hey, watch this video, read some, read this booklet. Like, no, I'll get in there with you. And we got to be thorough because, you know, if I'm working with you, if I'm running the program, I want that. I'm trying to be the best when I'm, when I'm at the helm. So it's, it's one of those things where it's just it's just exhausting just from experience. So I think that's why, like, I think over time you just get, you know, physicians, you just get cold. Like you just, you could just turn cold. It's it didn't happen to me, but I could see, I get it. I get it. Cause I've I've had the like I felt like, man, I just hired somebody two weeks ago, they quit. I hired somebody again. They quit after four weeks. I've spent all this money training them bringing them to lunch, doing all this onboarding, background checks, dealing with HR, ordering them uniforms, all this work, like coming out of my pocket sometimes for stuff. And these people just leave. And eventually it just, like, if you don't have that composure, like you start to bring that to your next employees. And then you get even more people leaving because now you're treating people like trash. You don't understand, like you don't even undermine that process while you're doing it. So, but that's one thing I just thought, yeah, when you said that, I was like, man, Joe, that's 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 interesting. I just kind of wanted to uh, dive in on that one a little bit more. Hey, man, I'm glad you did because I, you know, um, I experienced the best boss I've ever had in my whole entire career, man. And I've been working for a decent amount of time, um, definitely uh, more than half of my life. So, you know, um, with that being said, even I had to make a tough decision and be like, hey, you know, I'm breaking and I'm going this way. Luckily, it was received well and it was reciprocated very well. 
not every situation goes like that. But what I'm trying to say is, man, um, if you're in leadership, management, whatever you're doing, um, don't don't take it personal to the point where you inhibit somebody else's um, growth. Um, acknowledge it for what it is. You know, you trained them up. They, you know, they took a piece of you. A piece of you is instilled in them, whether they like it or not, or whether you like it or not. You know, a piece of you is uh, going away and actually um, making things better, so to speak. And that's just how you got to look at it. That's how my boss looked at it. And I appreciate my boss for that. But um, like I said, man, um, with leadership, you know, it can really range. So um, as a leader, me being a leader before and still a leader, and as me even being a student of the game, man, one thing you need to make sure is that not to take it personal, man. And I think that as far as leadership, I think it's important. I think there's a lot of things out here. And we look to people for like me and my day to day. I'm not looking for anybody to lead for, for leadership. Like I'm really looking at for myself You know, I lead myself. So like when you're looking for people, ask yourself like next time, not in, I mean, it could be in a work capacity, but just in your life as well. Like, who are you looking for to give you answers that are dictating how you move? Like who's actually like, it's okay to be led, but you can we can lead ourselves too and that's that's the thing that i kind of wanted to make sure that i got across in this episode is that there's various ways to lead there's different capacities there's different scenarios uh, so you can be led by others but you can also lead yourself so you know i, th- I think that's just the one thing i wanted to wanted to share but joe did you have anything else yeah, man. You said you wanted to touch back on the transformational leadership. I don't know if you really want to bring it back up or you lost your point of thought. No, your train of we thought. went back. We okay. went back there. I asked you the uh, question. All right. I just wanted to make <laughs> sure. No, I was I was good with it. You 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 captured it. Uh, I guess the one thing, Joe, you have anything else? Nah, man, that's it. All right. Well, this is my last last thing. I was, you know, I was uh I was thinking about oftentimes I kind of think about like this show and what we do as, as a whole here, what we try to provide here and uh, just, you know, what it's about and what we do, you know, and I think about like when we go back to our scripted dreams, because we really don't talk about like the formation of how everything had, we've talked to it in the past. We haven't talked about it in, you know, quite some time. So um, just sharing, you know, just, you know, kind of what it means for me is that in our lives, like we, we have a plan as we're younger, we kind of had this script for our lives and we, we expect things or we, I wouldn't say we expect, but we want things to go a certain way. And we have an idea of what we want our future. We have an idea of what we think is, is going to happen. But oftentimes those plans do not go out. They, they don't, they don't happen the way that we imagine them. So at that point, our lives become, they go off script and they become, and now we're operating in a, in a new lane and we're creating a new path for ourselves. And that is where essentially what, for me, at least that's what unscripted dreams means is because we're, we've essentially detoured from what the path was that we thought we were going to take. And now we're, we're on a new, we're, we're going down a new lane and we're creating new opportunities for ourselves and we're creating new dreams for ourselves. We're essentially rebuilding what we thought was going to be into something else and what's next. And what that something else is, 
is greater than what we had planned for what we had planned initially. So for me, that's what this show means. And I think it's good. I think it was good for me to actually have the time to sit back and reflect on it. And I just wanted to, you know, share that and just on my end, what motivates me. I know it's similar for Joe as well, but, but uh, just from my end, why it's important that, you know, I continue to come out and do this and be consistent with it and provide these insights and share these experiences that uh, Joe and I both have. Um, So, I mean, that, that was it. And I'll, I'll kind of close on that, but just, just wanted to uh, share that with the folks that listen. Yeah. Um, appreciate you for sharing that, man. And I meant to say transformational, not transactional. My oh, man, well, <laughs> oh, no, no, tra- no, that's another time, sir. Another time. It's all good, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate you guys for always listening and tuning in. Um, you know, leadership is such a broad topic, but, you know, I think the key points is to understand if you're going to be a leader or if someone's leading you, they need to grab your attention somehow, some way. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be buddy, buddy with you or anything, but your goals or whatever they want trying to get accomplished needs to be well-defined and you got to be up for the challenge. Their whole job is not necessarily to motivate you but they're supposed to actually have a plan that's um, laid out for you to follow. And if you're going to be a leader, the best thing you can really do is not only competence or knowing your audience, but it always starts with consistency. You know, if you're a leader and you're not consistent, maybe you're uh, consistently inconsistent, and that could make you a great leader too. (laughs) But don't bank on that. But uh, definitely remain consistent, man, you know, and we'll probably do an episode on consistency because I can't stand people or anything that's inconsistent. I think that that's my personal uh, pet peeve. You know, consistency is everything to me. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Take care. Be safe.